gross one yeah and then the nice one so they don't cross contaminate their vcrs what do you think the existence is like for that other one like the one that's the receptacle of like all the nasty the trash ones like do you think if like an it's like someone that's like massively empathetic walks in the door they can feel the pain of that one <laughs> hey roaches i'm todd tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary i scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts useful unusuals trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Another episode of Thrifty Podcast, secondhand shopping for worm people, and it's a hell of a night. Uh, we're recording at my co-host, comma the best co-host in the world, comma Josh. Last call, Larkin's house this evening. What's up, brother? Welcome to Studio B. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out thrifting today, and we also took longtime friend of both of ours. You haven't been on the show since like the summer. Bryce Katzman is back in the whoop mix. Whoop. How are you feeling, Bryce? I feel so, so good. So glad to be alive. I'm so glad that you're alive. I've seen you on the VR this evening. You yeah. had your life threatened. Yeah, so I did. Brought it back into perspective. Michael Jordan Jr. Like was in my grill. Michael what game, B. Jordan. <laughs> what game did we have Bryce on that he couldn't comprehend the VR? Uh, he ran away and screamed when we hooked him up to uh, Creed, Creed, the VR. Uh, first, I almost walked into the television, like yeah. a like an eight year old dude wearing a VR, and, and then, then he, I screamed because he was up in my grill. You screamed and ran away, and then he was behind me at one point, which was really I didn't like that at all. <laughs> was like, that the? How long did you make it into it? Probably about forty seconds, which yeah. is pretty long. That's not bad. That's not. No. I was thinking you'd make it like 25 and then get sick, but you never got sick. No. You just got the hell out of there. No, yeah, it was like 30 seconds of the presentation and walking towards and tapping his gloves and then 10 seconds of him actually trying to punch you. Yeah, I, I got away with punching the TV without busting the thing. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. I think my like VR dream would be just to like, walk around somewhere. Like an island? No. What is your dream? Like, what like is your I want to walk around like Golden Corral. Like, <laughs> what's, your, what's your real dream in vr uh two golden corrals yeah like back to like a long like connected like one area and then there's like a little area in the middle and then you go to another buffet wow and there's just a bridge in between yeah, yeah. clouds bridge, around the bridge to terabithia is in the middle that's pretty sick dude mm. see this is why we need to have him more on. Yeah. he's in, he's at his cosmic center all the time that's are right. there other people at the golden corral or is it only definitely your not Okay. Definitely not. But how's the food get there? It's like fucking, the food is fresh and hot, and like the sneeze guards do not have any sneeze on them. Oh, it's fucking great. Is the food magical, or are there people serving you? Uh, Yeah, no, there could be servers, definitely. 
but they, they're like not people. I mean, you had the like, option for magic, and you still chose servants. They're just basically like robots, food robots. Servers are people too. <laughs> you could not be, in your dream. Not in my VR. I could. They could be whatever the fuck I want them to be. Dude, yeah, that's true. Um, So, yeah, we went out thrifting today. We actually had a pretty interesting evening. Now, Bryce didn't even get to see what Josh and I got today. Um, The outlet, we're in western Pennsylvania. It was like a cold winter day, so the outlet was kind of cleared out a little bit. Um, I don't know if the snow stopped them or what, but I know, like, maybe people just don't like to shop. Do roaches? How do roaches do in cold weather? Fine. They do fine in everything. So, I don't understand. That's the thing. Well, that's why the roaches were there today. Mm -hmm. Roaches survive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're roaches. You get through. So, we had kind of the pick of the litter. Um, There was a lot of different name brand shoes that we came across at the Goodwill Outlet today. Um, But most importantly, we uh, we haven't seen some of our old characters uh, in around a long time. The shoe guys. And the shoe guys... You used to your life used to be threatened if you would take shoes in front of them before they got to them, and now I I, I said today, Josh, that I'm starting to kind of miss them. They're a real like creature in the ecosystem, and now that they've died out, they're extinct. We haven't seen them in a long time. Shoes are everywhere. Yeah, they're they, the only people who forage on it. Sounds like they're loafing. Mm, yeah, I'll pass. That's a passable one. I'll yeah. let that. I'll let that slide. I want to edit that Sounds out. like they're loafers, but. I won't. I'll edit none of those. I'll keep oh, both of those. See, yeah, you're getting there almost. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fucking plus that joke. But we have uh, quite the haul, a bunch of different stuff. But right off the bat, I wanted to talk about something that uh, we've been keeping for the show for a long time, and just for some reason we haven't had it on it yet. This is the only item this evening that wasn't from this week's haul. But what I have, boys, is a Pizza Hut plastic pitcher. From the 1980s. Wow. The late 1980s. And um, were you like a, like a hut slut? Or were you more of a, like, were you pleased on the C's, the little Caesars? Well, I had a f- my family didn't go into restaurants. We were more of the type of people we would eat our meal in the car. So pizza wouldn't be a good fit for us. Why would you eat your meals in the car? Because my, my parents didn't really want to be alive. So they didn't like to like really do anything beyond like the most basic things ever. Would you guys eat pizza in the car? No, we'd get it delivered. Okay. We wouldn't leave the house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you got it delivered to the house and then you went out to the car. <laughs> and like like pizza's here, kids, pizza's come here. on out. Everybody in the van, pizza's here. And you could like hot box that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Front seat, front seat, and it was just like the TJI Friday, baby. Nobody gets sauce on the table. We're going in the van. Mm-hmm. And I remember these Pizza Hut pictures on the table. Yes. And if you did like, uh, like as a kid, like you know, if you go like to the skating rink after the skating rink, and you and your like, you know, your four boys or whatever, you're popping into there. And they'd like bring out like this would be like the Pepsi or the Mountain Dew would be in here, yep. and it'd just be sitting on the table, mm. sweating. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could fit that much like liquid into that, really. That's probably what two liters. Yeah, it, it's two liters. Um, so were you more of like a a Pizza Hut slut, or were you pleased by the C's? Uh. When I was very little, when we lived in Michigan, we were a Little Caesar family. That was back when it wasn't $5. It was good pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, when I was like nine, I converted to Pizza Hut. Mm. And uh, What made the change, you think? 
there was not a little Caesar in the town <laughs> that we moved to. Uh, mm-hmm. But Pizza Hut also had Book It. And I was a kid who was very oh, into reading, yeah. so it was right up my alley. And I always, every time there was an opportunity for Book It, I filled my card and I went and got my personal pan pizza. Now, oh, okay, so that's how you did that. See, we had Book It, but we would have, um, I don't know that we had, like, the same Book It as, like, a regular school. We had, like, Catholic school Book It. So oh. it was. It wasn't called Book It. It was called something that sounds just like Book It. I can't remember, but maybe some... Cat like people went to Catholic school. Shout out to what we had. But did you get pizza or did you just get like extra years in heaven? Um. Well, <laughs> on top of extra years in heaven, we would get pizza, but it would be pizza that was like actually like local mm. to the town. It wasn't a chain. Ah. And um, down in Fifth Avenue, downtown McKeesport, where I grew up, right, little ass town. So Fifth Avenue is like the main drag, the main beans bones of the town. So there was a, um, it was like a house converted into a like pizza shop. I was, I never went in there. My mom used to go in there, but they used to give like frozen pizzas. So you'd go down there and get a frozen pizza. So with your book it, your your fake book it coupons, you would go down there and get a frozen pizza and come on back. You would come on back. What the fuck? Yeah. See, well, maybe I'd I, rather pizza in the car like Bryce. Seriously. I mean, at least you got pizza, and, I mean, you probably mm-hmm. faked book it sometimes, I mean. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, I mean, everybody did. Everybody wants to pretend like doing book it made them intelligent. We all faked it. I think yeah. the Pizza Hut buffet was, was the ultimate. The Pizza Hut buffet? Oh, my God. That was the ultimate. Yeah, the buffet is king. I don't know if there's any places that actually have that anymore. Oh, yes, there are. There's actually, yeah. Yeah, there are, of course. Yeah, we've been working on a plan for that. Yeah, we've been working on a plan specifically for that. But um but I remember my personal my personal Pizza Hut was in the next town over and it had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on an arcade cabinet in it. Oh wow. So I uh, it was like okay, so you ordered your pizza, mm-hmm. you either sat down or you, you know, stood around. So instead of doing that, I would play the video game there. Mhm. And about time I was, like, done, because I was never great at video games, so give me a good 15 minutes, mm-hmm. pizza would be done. So, like, I would put uh, probably, like, 75 cents, a dollar worth of quarters in there, bang on that for 15 minutes, not be good at it, die, and then the family would get the pizza. Because we had pizza night We had pizza night at my grandma and grandpaps, never at my own house. What's that about? Yeah, that was growing up. We always had pizza night at my dad's house, but never at my house. Right. And well, we had it like occasionally, but it was always at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. But our pizza hut was in uh, walking distance to the high school. So when I was in high school, we would just walk like it was like two or three blocks down to the pizza hut and then hang out there afterwards and just eat the buffet or get their little personal pizzas. That's pretty sick. How about dude. places that have bought old like pizza huts and turned them into other businesses? Oh, that's like everywhere at this point. It's, it's fucking weird. Yeah, there's like dentist office. There's gynecologist. Uh, gynecologist at this point. <laughs> Every pizza hut is pawn something. Pawn shops. To, pawn shops. Same P-A-W-N thing. W N. Mm-hmm. Shops. And so this Pizza Hut picture that I have, believe it or not, now it's not sold, 
but it's listed for fifty dollars on eBay.com. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, fifty bucks. Wow. Is and it nearly as pristine? Because you cleaned that up really nice. I cleaned it up pretty good. And Bryce, I know you were asking me like, why was this so clean? This came in. Th- this came in with coffee in it. So someone dropped it off at the Goodwill outlet, and this was their coffee. This is what they kept their coffee in. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. And so I dumped out all the bad coffee right into the – now it's not hot coffee, like coffee no. beans. Yeah. So, oh, beans. Okay. So I, I dumped the coffee beans back into the outlet bin, and this thing was like brown inside. Sure. And so I had to wash it several times, but I mean, open it up yourself. What do you think? You think could you could you tell that there was could you tell or smell that there was coffee in there? No, jeez, Louise. You're, right? You're really you're good at this. Yeah. So I cleaned that out, but yeah, you could get yours now for fifty bucks, Josh. Fifty. Fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Oh my god! I mean, for a pitcher, I mean, you got to be really nostalgic for Pizza Hut because every Pizza Hut had a lot of these. So, mm-hmm. fifty dollars, I think, is a high price. But it's probably one of those bullshit eBay um, prices. Yeah, it could be. Well, I said it's not sold. Yeah, check in on it. It'll sell for. I would go. I think twenty five is reasonable top dollar mm-hmm. for a, a old pizza chain. Unless you, you know, you're, you know, crazy for Pizza Hut. That might make a really cool urn. Well, well, this is what I want, boys. This is what R- I want. Write it into your will. Yeah, I mean, is this, this is like what a I want. Legal, is this a this legal document? If you both write it into your will, whichever one of you dies first gets it. Ooh, who's dying first? Odds are me, though, right? You want to say me, but, like, you don't want to, but odds are me. Nah, I don't know. Odds are I don't me. want to talk I about I feel this. like if you were going to die, you would have already died. Yeah, there's still like, time. Yeah. All right. I don't know. And that brings us to our next find, um, what we have here from 2004. Ooh. We have a DVD set, which I never thought existed, of Unsolved Mysteries, and this is the Miracles version. Huh. And each disc here, it's four discs, and there's five episodes per disc, so it has all the it has all the hits, uh-huh. and then it has some B sides on there as well too. Is Robert Stack still like on? Yes, on all of them. Yeah, this is like the original. Yeah, it's, unsolved mysteries. And I'm sorry, but if it's not Robert Stack, it's not unsolved mysteries. Like that is unsolved mysteries. See, I want my unsolved mysteries be like tragedies. I don't want like I think mir- miracles are like half interesting than if it was tragedies yeah tragedies are cooler but if you want to look see there's there's some miracles but like some of the miracles are like an alien baby was born see now that and then it lived so uh, the miracle was like the alien get into that. yeah see i'd like to check out the episode list because yeah here give some to josh so we had a a family connection to unsolved mysteries oh yeah well here so see yeah. if there's any on my the uh, my aunt that mystery my aunt and her girlfriend were on unsolved mysteries <gasps> because of a story that related this is back in the 90s my aunt's girlfriend at the time her brother was at the beach. It was like a family vacation, and she was there with her brother and the whole family, and he, like, dove into a wave, and it broke his neck. Oh, my God. Whoa. And some angel saved him and pulled him to shore. But then— People saw this angel? Well, no. they, they Nobody saw any of this. And then people saw him on the beach, and nobody could find who pulled him to shore. There was nobody around who wow. would admit to pulling Whoa. him to shore. 
And so that was the they solved the mystery. Spoiler alert. Uh, they solved it later. Oh. It was one of those, like, updates. Well, wouldn't the an- – so the angel was it, there for him enough to pull him out of the water, but not there enough for him not to break his neck? Because if you're an angel, that's the move, right? Right, what a shit angel. Like, that's – that's Yeah, the, you don't, like, save your – That's like, the move, right? If, to prove you're an angel, you would save that boy from breaking his neck. Yeah, because, yeah, he's a quadriplegic. I, I don't know, like, update now, but, like, you know. This they, is a real They shit. broke up a very long time ago. This is a shit episode. It's called Healing Touch. Therapeutic touch is an alternative healing technique that practitioners believe can help in some cases where conventional medicine falters. What a fucking, that's like filler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a miracle. <laughs> that's a miracle. Life-saving pets. Do dogs have the power to detect when their owners are jerking off? We meet two dogs whose owners... Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's read some real ones with Josh. I'm I'm thrown now. I was ready to go. My favorite one is a lot of these are like really, really long, like five to ten sentences. Are you fucking serious? And then one of them just says, Angels. Do angels dwell among us? Two women with incredible stories believe that celestial intervention saved them from certain death. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. That That's like the description of unsolved mysteries like on your TV when you're like scrolling through. It's just like something happened and we couldn't figure out how. Angels maybe. Two people think maybe angels. <laughs> Some of these really make me angry. What's What one makes you angry? Just like, I don't know. They just make me really pissed off. The pictures are pretty great too. Yeah. Um. You mad about uh, the miracle of Fatima? That's on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about the three young girls in Portugal. Wow. There's a lot about prayers and Ugh. this is very like Jesus centered yeah, DVD set. Yeah. If you want to talk about an unsolved mystery of the day, that's the only DVD that I got. But this is specifically you, Bryce. I kept these away from you because I I didn't want to uh, tell you before the episode. We want to get you riled up. Yeah, I found a mysterious um, Japanese VHS horror movie backslash action movie backslash pornographic tapes. Weird. In a hall today. I There was probably 20, would you say? I would say easily, yeah, 20, because you had to, just the ones you selected, you then had to, you know, divvy down. So there was 20. Amounts. I wanted to get them all, but, you know, that's 20 VHS tapes bringing them into my house at one time. Yeah. And also that they had on top of, like, inside them, they had a little bit of mold, which I know from if you have a VHS tape with mold, you could it literally a lot of the time still plays, uh-huh. but you contaminate whatever you're playing it in. You're playing it in, Jesus. so then other tapes could go in there and get that tape disease. Oh my so God. I, I know some folks who actually have a v like a VCR VCR. Mm-hmm. So they have like the gross one, yeah, and then the nice one, so they don't cross contaminate their VCRs. What do you think the existence is like for that other one, like the one that's the receptacle of like all the nasty <laughs> the trash ones? Like do you think if like an it's like someone that's like massively empathetic walks in the door, they can feel the pain of that one? <laughs> Probably. I I do have the tapes next to me here. I don't know if I want to even be near them now that you t- 
Oh my god, that's so um, disgusting. What we have, the cases are perfect. It's just the tape. Okay, we'll leave yeah, them closed. The and these itself. are great. And and I'll be putting these on the Facebook, uh, the Twitter, all that kind of fun stuff too, because they are f- uh, clamshell, mm-hmm. black hard case clamshells, and they each have individual wraparound art. So there's art on the front, the spine, also the back. Um, but they're just very weird movies, and wow. ever, all these, you know, all the art is different and completely unique to its own. Uh-huh. Um, we have the Ebola syndrome. That's wow. one on here. Um, I have Bless This House, which is clearly a horror movie, and the pictures of this are on the back. So we see that Bless This House has a guy with an eye patch in it, and then we have two people screaming on the front. Um, and maybe a ghostly trio up top. Jeez, horror fans out there, um, if 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 you folks know any of these, definitely hit us up. I, I want to hear if you've seen them or anything like that. Um, oh, this was probably my favorite one. Um, this is the one that I did look up before we started. Um, this is Centipede Horror, and it's exactly what you think it is. On the front cover here, you see a, a, a lady covered in centipedes, and by the way, all these tapes are from 1989 till about 1991. Huh. Um, so there's that. Real um, quick production run. Just bang them out. In now, two this years. one, I'm guessing, is pornographic because this one is called My Wife's Lover. And on the front here, you actually see basically dirty pics, right? The on Wife's the fr- Lover. Yeah. And you see. <laughs> I mean, you see, you see porn on the front of this. The wife's lover is Danny Glover. Yeah. I just love the fact that Todd mentions it's porn, says it's that, and you were taking a picture of something else. But I know your camera click is going to come through on the audio, which makes it sound like like you, like you I took said a this picture. is pornographic, and then you hear your camera you go took click. A, you took a picture. Of the I porn. was not. No, you weren't. He wasn't saying you were, but it seemed like yeah, it. Yeah, to anybody. Yeah. Uh, I would love to know. Like these things were probably fucking major league expensive when they were purchased. Yeah. Um, some of these go for, uh, about 20 to 25 bucks each. Wow. So there, there's some pretty rare ones. Now I could see what, like magic crystal. This one's the, called magic just crystal for the covers. Like I could see why you'd want all of them. Yeah. You should have seen angel or whore angel or whore. Here um, it is known film angel or whore. And as is that you a see, new game we're going to play on the show? Uh, no, it's not, not on this one. Um, but yeah, so you have, you have angel or whore. Uh, an- another one of these tapes we have, um, the dead and the deadly and on front of the dead and the deadly, there seems to be a cadaver and then a clown pleasuring. T- the yeah. Cadaver. Like with his, his hand under the sheet <laughs> yeah. of the cadaver. Is that how you resuscitate someone? Todd showed it to me and he's like, look, it's a ghost giving a dead body a hand job. And I was that's like, holy like shit. Me. It's exactly and what it is. And then you see the cadaver on the back as well. So that, yeah, that's the dead and the deadly. And then the last one I, I kept from that hall. Um, <laughs> the dead and the this deadly. is Dr. Vampire. Oh man! So these are all yeah, and that's that's a known one as well. Wow! And so there were there was about twenty of them, and again I took eight because with the Goodwill outlet it is a place where they charge by the pound. So just getting eight tapes that was already ten dollars. Which it, 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 that's not bad, but I'm saying like in comparison, sometimes we walk out of there with a whole haul for like five bucks. Yeah, I had quite an expensive haul today. Now that they changed their price system, it was. Probably the most I've spent in a, like a year and a half. Easily. Probably, yeah. So we got those VHS tapes, um, that haul, and then Josh. Yeah, what what did you get as a part of you? You and I stared looking at the stuff you were getting for 
pretty much like I swear like an hour. There were so many different bins of these old records. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Josh will kind of tell you more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we just kind of like rounded the corner. We were talking. We rounded the corner. You're like, oh, records. And then they just kept going. We found like 10 here and then 20 like just a foot away. Mm. And then the next bin had more and more and more. And all total, what would you say all the records that we saw today from that collection? Because it was it was the same collection. You've got to think at least, would you say like 100? No, I would say way more than really? 100. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, how, oh, so you bought 17. I bought 17. Oh, and, dude, I would say like 250 then. Yeah, my 17 filled that little bag that I had. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot the like the other bins that had them. I was thinking of the stack that you got and what you looked through in that Oh, yo, no, yeah. There was so many other bins. Yeah, um but they were like uh there were some that were like promotional only, hmm. which were was interesting. Yeah, best we can figure it must have been like a DJ yeah that had passed or something happened cuz it was a whole span. Uh the earliest I think I saw was like 76 or 77. And then the latest I saw was around 2004. Or someone could have been like, wow, I don't need to have the physical copies of this because everything is online now. Well, I don't know. They were they were a lot of them were like, as I mentioned, like promotional. Mm -hmm. So they were not for sale purposes. Mm -hmm. And there was some decent like rare tracks on there. There was a lot of uh, like late 90s R&B. Um, mid two thousands, well, early two thousands rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I got everything as early from like Special K, like from the eighties to uh, I got Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Jennifer Lopez. The first one we saw was WC that was completely sealed. Yeah, and that's what like sparked it. Is where we're like, okay, there's some other stuff there because mm-hmm. if you find a good record that's sealed you know that there's other stuff that's out yeah, there right mm-hmm. right uh, so we just started digging around um you found too short found too short ludicrous there was goody mob uh the good thing about the promo tracks is there's a lot that are like really good like the ludicrous one was act a fool and then on the b side it was like shawnee and then there were multiple copies because there were promo copies people you know get different ones so you know you've got more than that and uh what was it Kalise was a uh, fuck them bitches fuck them bitches there was actually two fuck them bitches records and there was a, a an older gentleman who was also at the goodwill outlet and he was going through the bins alongside me and he just just he's like oh you didn't want to grab fuck them bitches ah. and i was like no we already have one <laughs> we already have, like we already picked there was two it's it's one of my 17 i did pick that one yeah. up but yeah, it was a, a, a huge collection, uh, well over, t- you know, 300, I would say, just all over there. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so thank you to whoever put this forward. And it was uh, the only identification that I found, found on any of these tapes. Um, two of them have a B on them, and one of them says Beans. So we don't know who Josh's record haul came from, mm-hmm. but for our... For all we know, these the the cool Japanese horror films mm-hmm. came from Beans. How like, hard how hard do you think it would be to track down Beans? Uh, mm. How hard it would be to track. Beans, I like to think? think that Beans, B, and Benny, who's on the underside of my hat, are mm. all the same person. 
Yeah. And because we've all we found all of those in the same location. That's so weird. I'd Be- like to th- Benny Beans. Benny Beans. There's yeah. a Benny Beans that lives close by. If anybody well, knows, or lived, or did he may have? He may not be with us anymore. Well, yeah. Get I'm, out the Ouija board. So that was our thrift haul for this evening. We have a vintage Pizza Hut pitcher from the late '80s, unsolved mystery DVDs, Japanese horror films, and a whole record collection. And also, Bryce, I'm happy to have you back on the show. Are you gonna stick around for Act Two? Hell yeah! Sick. Okay, so we're going to go to commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be playing our new favorite game, Vintage versus Modern. All right, see you after the break. here and i just want to take a quick moment to tell you about my show start the beat it's a podcast about independent artists for independent artists each episode highlights different humans from all walks of life and their individual stories about inspiration determination struggle and so much more dive into the fantastic minds of these amazing people absorb some useful knowledge and expand your perspective on the world around you it's like really important and stuff or whatever Curated, produced, and hosted by me, Sykes. Start the Beat is part of the Ethicast family, and you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and never miss a beat. So during break there, um, the so when I bought the VHS tapes today, Josh, which you didn't see, that did you look in this box? I didn't either. There is a watch in the box oh so the vhs tapes what i put them in when we left the goodwill outlet that box that i found had a quartz watch in it i wonder who goes with like the the fake diamond like face yeah but then the bright red rubber wristband like it's an interesting combo yeah fake diamonds and red rubber is like a look yeah like you're committed on that yeah um, so one, when you were outside having a smoke, uh, during the break, I looked this up, not worth anything. No, it's, uh, it's what a surprise I yeah. can. Yeah. I mean, I could look it up in my brain and tell you that it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, if, uh, if you listen last week, we did debut a new segment and we're going to try it out with three people this week. This is thrifties vintage versus modern. Vintage versus 
modern. So what we have, Bryce, and also new listeners to the show, we have a vintage and a modern um, examples of the same object. Mm -hmm. And then you would have to guess which one it retails for more value, the Mm -hmm. older one or the newer one. And when you say retail, are we talking like eBay? eBay. Okay. So I looked through eBay.com, the website. Secondhand retail, yeah. Secondhand retail. Um, so Josh has a few this week. So I'm going to start it, and then I'll have you boys guess, and then Josh and I will go back and forth. So the first item for vintage versus modern, a snow shovel. So the vintage snow shovel, 1950s, and um, it's used for uh, plowing, pushing, and scooping. I'm glad you specified because mm-hmm. not familiar with the concept of a snow shovel. Well, some do different things. This is metal as well from the 1950s. Is there a weight on that? Mm, no. If there is, I didn't get it. Oh, that fucks everything Shovel up. weight. Mm-hmm. We don't factor shipping. Shipping and handling is not factored into. Okay, that's yeah, good. It's the straight, straight retail. Okay. The modern one is a suncast poly snow shovel and this is just a pusher and a scooper hmm. so oh. the 1950s snow sh- metal snow shovel versus the modern suncast poly snow shovel which retails for more will go to josh first last call what do you think so the poly that's like some sort of plastic yes okay uh I'm going to go with the vintage shovel. Uh-huh. I think the the metal shovel just based off of material and ability I think is going to put it over the edge. So the vintage one. Yes. Okay. By how much do you think it retails more than the modern? Uh I'm going to go that it retails for $25 more than the modern one. Okay. So Josh says vintage $25. Bryce, the Bryce is right. Because you have to uh, pick uh, pick your pick your bones here as well. I'm going to say that the new one is worth 40 and the old one is worth 15 So you're saying that the modern one... Yes, is $40. Okay. And the vintage one would be 15 Okay. So you're saying the modern one and you're going with the vintage one. Yes. So the vintage one, 1950s metal snow shovel, retails for $65. What the fuck? $65. Feeling good about this. And the modern Suncast Poly snow shovel, $42.29. So Josh almost grabs it because he said, uh, he said vintage and then also by, what did you say, $15 uh, more? No, I think I was a little higher than that. Okay. Still, I'm okay with, I think it was, what, around $20 yeah. difference? Yeah. That's so, pretty good. So is he, the reason why it's so expensive not, like, it would be sort of, like, not something someone actually uses? Well, it's, seeing as though it's vintage, you know, that's, rare. there's some rarity with different items and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a shovel, like. It's a snow shovel. It, right. You know, it still serves its purpose. It still shovels. Well, mm. you have to also think, and the reason why I was stressing it is because it's a metal snow shovel. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, a lot of the times, too, back then, just like this one, they would paint paint stuff on them. So there's like a snow scene on it. Oh, sort wow. Of. So it could be like you could use it as a, you know, hang it up or whatever. Yeah, like in it. Like See, and that's something we didn't decoration. Specify. You can ask questions. You can Bryce. ask questions. Yeah. Nobody's Fuck. nobody's specified. If yeah, they, feel so. free. If you need more qualifications about what yeah. kind of okay. vintage it is, feel free. Josh was confident enough in his pick that he didn't need to ask questions. But if you feel like you're not confident enough, you could do it. But he was confident enough. I know that there's a shovel market out there. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, hit us with one. All right. So, my vintage versus moderns. You obviously went the shovel route, which is <laughs> yeah. a little obscure. Mine, I went very personal because we've gone a little obscure with things, but I want to go something we've had personal attachments to. Okay, okay. And see if we know, based off our personal attachments... Oh, I like it. ...what would be more or less, because... Secondhand shopping for worm people. You want to get to the heart of it. Speaking of worm people, our first item... The vintage 1993 Toy Max Creepy Crawler Workshop. <sighs> okay, yeah, we've gotten one before. We've got we found we've found one in Goodwill before. An amazing, an amazing toy, and they've made multiple versions. And that's the version that I grew up with, and that's why I picked that specifically as our vintage. And then the modern, the most recent model that they've made was the 2012 Jack's Pacific, bought. The license. So mm-hmm. Toy Max had it. Mattel originally had it. Jack Specific made one. But theirs is the Creepy Crawler Bug Maker. Mm-hmm. So Vintage versus Modern 1993 Creepy Crawler Workshop or the Creepy Crawler Bug Maker. Are those something like you put clay into or? Glue. Glue. Yeah. There's Weird a, glue. It's called Plastic Goop. And uh, uh, weird when, glue. When you heat it up, uh, they made all kinds of plastic goop. There's uh, glow in the dark. They were ovens. There's they glitter. were bug ovens. So you would you would put glue or the plastic whatever. Yeah. For anybody who's not, yeah, it's an easy bake oven, but you make right, little right. rubber bugs. bugs. So Did you, you plug it in, or was it battery operated? Plug it, it in. You plug it in. It wow. has a light bulb. Yeah. You had trays, so you put the goop in the the trays. Yeah, and you would slide the trays in. The trays would cook, uh-huh. and then you would pull them out, and then the goop that you put in there, uh-huh. you'd peel out the bugs from the tray. These are both complete in box. Uh, they're new. They're open because they were pictures taken, but they are complete in box new. Okay. Complete inbox new. So that means, like, I'm almost guaranteed the vintage is going to be worth more than. Is that what you think? That's what I think. Okay. By how right. much? Yeah, by how much? 25 bucks. So, okay. I'm going to go. So he says the vintage one by 25 bucks. Yeah. I'm going to go the vintage one, the vintage Creepy Crawlers machine, by $5. Ooh. Okay, well, how much do you guys think the vintage sells for? 65 40 Oh. Okay, so the difference, you guys are both right. The vintage is more, which I think is the easy part of it. Mm-hmm. But the vintage sells $54.95 more than the modern. Holy shit. So... The vintage sells. Oh, he said never opened. Well, no, it's opened. Oh. It's new in box, but it has been opened. It's not sealed, but it's new in box. 
And it's $109.95. No, that's right. Because the reason why I was thinking about my own that we found Mm -hmm. and what it was worth. Mm. And mine was used... Um, yeah, we had it on the show, I think. If Did yours not, have all should've... the like all the stuff no. or no? No. Mine wow. had like two or three of the trays. Yeah, and this was the complete one with four plate yeah. molds, five bottles of plastic goop, but the modern sells the modern still fifty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Still a, a a clutch item. Uh, it's a great toy. You know, you make spiders, tarantulas. I used to make the scorpion all the time. Worms. Worms. Lots of worms. So I'll hit you with the second one that I have. So we're going vintage versus modern coffee maker. So we have vintage, general electric, auto drip, coffee maker. That's that one. What year? 70s. Okay, 70s. The modern one, the Belesque Digital Program auto drip coffee maker so they're both auto drip brands best lick or best lick best lick sounds better best lick digital programmable auto drip modern the vintage one is general electric how many cups per vintage versus modern i believe 16 on the old one and i'm sure 16 on the new one any sort of built-in grinders or because with a coffee maker it's all about the details of yeah. the coffee maker because the they all make coffee the features if there yeah. is i'm unaware a 20 dollar coffee maker makes coffee and a 200 dollar one makes coffee mm-hmm. i'm unaware if there are with this i'm gonna go modern modern by how much 15 dollars okay bryce vintage General Electric coffee maker versus a modern digital programmable coffee maker, bro. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Is he I'll, trying to cheat? No, no. I'll, I'll go backwards. Notes? I'll go backwards. I'll I say. Think, yeah, I think he, he, he was a he, little wandering eye well, there. Was he trying to uh, cheat? Trying to lean over. Was he over. cheating on my show notes? I could little, barely see like from here to here. I would a little say, fresh with your paper. I think okay, the new one I think would retail for thirty bucks. Okay. And the old one is forty. So you're picking the vintage, the vintage by, by ten dollars. Yeah. And you're saying vintage by fifteen. I thought you said that the newer one. You underbid me. Pay attention. That's how the game works. Oh, oh wait, I did say I did say the modern by fifteen. But yeah. 15. Modern by fifteen. Vintage by, by 10. ten. Vintage by ten with Bryce. So the vintage one is actually $36. Huh. The modern one, $39. Wow. Modern by three. See, and that's a sneaky pick. That's, yeah. Yeah, baby. Sneaky pick. So, do you win by closest dollar amount or closest, like... You don't even qualify because you picked the wrong item. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's not by price. Because no. you said 15 I said 10 no, yeah. he said modern. You yeah. said vintage. Yeah, you got to pick the right so item. Josh was right. The modern one, thirty-nine do- bucks. The the old one, thirty-six. Thirty-six. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the next one, I've actually brought in a prop. We've talked about this before. We mentioned Benny B Bean. Benny Beans. Mm-hmm. Benny Beans. Act one. Yeah. So the other personalized item for vintage versus modern. 
the vintage item is an identical version, near identical, of my Pens hat online, made by the same company, Sports Specialties. Does it have Ben Ben Beans under it? It does not have so Benny. So this hat right here. Underneath. So I'm gonna pick up your hat, and you on eBay.com the website, and it almost. The same hat, basically. Is the on. only difference is that one is fitted, and on the side where mine has the Penguins flying logo, mm -hmm. it has the old NHL, like the brown logo. Okay. Okay. So, this hat, more or less. So, that's the vintage. It's that hat, but fitted, and uh, it's a size 7, if you're curious. Okay. Uh, and with a different logo on the side. And then the modern is the Mitchell & Ness near identical version of that hat that the only difference on the Mitchell and Ness one is that Penguins is written in white on theirs. The eyelets are white. And of mm. course it says Mitchell and Ness on the back of it. Huh. But the Mitchell and Ness is a snapback. Okay. So a vintage Pittsburgh Penguins hat versus a modern Pittsburgh Penguins hat that looks like the hat you see. Okay, so I'm going to say vintage by $8 vintage pens hat versus modern. I'd say it would okay. retail. The vintage one would retail for more. Vintage by 8 and mm -hmm. Bryce checking out the hat. I don't know anything about hats. I don't know anything about coffee makers or any of the things. Shovels. Shovels for fuck's sake. You're wearing a hat. You're yeah. more qualified for hats than you were for shovels. You're not carrying a shovel. Yeah. yeah. Or a coffee right. maker. Okay, so what I'll I'll say the newer one by eleven dollars. Modern eleven for Bryce. All right. Vintage Vin what did I say? Six? Vintage eight. for eight. Vintage eight. All right. Bryce gets this one. It is the modern one. The Mitchell and Ness modern twenty one dollars more than the vintage oh, sold for. So, the vintage one similar to mine, and the whole difference is the snapback because that size seven, it's a pretty, I think like common size, but everybody wants the snapbacks now. That's mm -hmm. what's in style. So that went thirteen ninety nine. The modern thirty four ninety nine. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I so, like that you went with the personal items. Yeah, I decided I wanted to throw a little kink in it because a lot of times we're just shooting in the dark. And these I wanted us to have a little attachment to and have to see if we could figure out what they're like out there on the market. Yeah. What's a snapback? That's You don't know the, what a snapback is, the, brother? The closure on the oh, back that? of the hat. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that's what it was, but... Jeez Louise. Really glad to have you here <laughs> to educate you on it. But. Thanks for coming, Brace. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess that'll wrap it up. Some plugs before we go. Friday, January 25th, uh, podcast night at the Tolma. Uh, Thrifty Podcast, three other Pittsburgh podcasts are going to be there. So it's local. Just look at just look up podcast night at the Tolma. Tolma is T-O-L-M-A. Right on Facebook. Um, ask for address if you're in the area. Give us a taste of what podcast they uh, will be showing up. Ghoul on Ghoul is going to be there. Okay. Uh, Neon Brainiacs, Friends of 80s Horror. And okay. Start the Beat with Sykes, which is a underground art and music podcast out of Pittsburgh as well, nice. too. So nice. we got a couple spooky shows. Wow. We got us. And then we got some um, Pittsburgh Entertainment as well. 
Um, so look us look it up on Facebook. And I think Josh said he's going to do some uh, henna body art. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'll draw on you anytime you want. It's not going to be henna, but I've got enough art supplies around this house. Just no cops allowed. Duh. Um, so just ask for address. Special shout out to our sponsor, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. Commonwealth Press does t-shirts, hoodies, banners, stickers, cards, anything you want. And for a limited time, go to cwpress.com, type in coupon code THRIFTYPODCAST, and you're able to get 12 free shirts in an order of 50. So coupon code THRIFTYPODCAST, cwpress.com. Also, big shout out to Steve Barris from Bluffs. Bluffs Alternate Reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. So check out Bluffs in your free time. I think that's I think I'm all out of plugs, so I'm gonna go ahead and hit the hay. Good night everybody and get roached. Woo-hoo.